<clears throat> hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. My name's Scott. And I'm Sachin. Here we go again. Not newsworthy. Boop! So, uh, the other thing, and I think this is a little more controversial, and I, I think you might be a little more pissed off, or, I'm sorry, upset about it. Alright, upset me. I'd like to hear your take on it, but, uh... uh so there's a new phenomenon about people, and uh, I'm taking a long time to introduce this, but you know that people are in trouble with their mortgages. Yes. So there's a new... Le mortgage crisis. Le mortgage crisis, yes. Mm. Um, there are people who are doing this thing where they just walk away from their mortgage. Mm. People who can pay their mortgage. Mm. But their, their house is so underwater that it's like, forget it. Why would I spend all this time paying all this mortgage off when I don't have to? I'm just going to like, whatever. Like, I'll declare bankruptcy or I will... No, you don't need to do that. You don't even have to declare bankruptcy. The, the bank will take the house, foreclose it. That's fine. Go ahead, take it. I don't care. They just like rent for like seven years. The credit comes back and then they're fine. Hmm. Your take. I don't know. I guess it depends on the nature of the agreement they have with the bank. You know, if if that's like an option in their agreement with the bank, then I guess it's okay. If if there's some, you know, if they signed on the line where they said, you know, like, if I can pay this, that because, I mean, the bank ends up with a house. They do. Right. They may have overpaid for that house, but the bank made a mistake in financing all these people's mortgages That's anyway. True. That's true. You know? So I I don't know. I think that uh, I think that it's it's kind of a shady thing to do because you're you're cutting and running on an agreement you made, but if that was stated as an option for you in the agreement, then I well, would say I mean, it's, it's not. Well, it's not stated as an option. I think it's just an implicit. It's implicit in the reading of it if you like consider it that way. But I don't think anybody. I, I'm letting I'm letting this foreclosure happen even though it doesn't have to happen. Is the is the situation right? Right, right. And it's like I mean the the point of a contract is like okay we're gonna lend you this money and you pay us this much money in the time, you know if you can't and like the. If you can't, then we're going to take your house away because right. that's a collateral, yep. right? And I guess like in foreclosures, like that's all they can take. They can't seize your assets or anything like that. Right. So yeah. they're kind of shielded from that because it's like, well. Well, because the house was valued at that time that it was purchased at that amount. Right. right. It but didn't now, matter that that was, that was a ridiculously inflated amount. Right. So, that's so the, the bank should have known that. Well, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was the banks that were, you know loaning these oh. these things out so this is the opposite i would have expected you to be all up in arms about this. well i think i think it's i mean i think it's bad on both sides basically you know it's it's the i don't i mean I don't, i'm not saying wow i really respect those people who do that i think that's that's really shady right you know but uh but at the same time it's like well the banks made bad decisions to begin with those people made bad decisions um and and to be honest i mean they've paid however many years of mortgage and they get nothing for it they get their house? No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They lose it. They foreclose on it. Oh, I mean, okay. They, but they have, oh, I thought you meant like uh, if they kept paying. Oh, if they kept paying, then they keep the house. Yeah, and they and and that's like I bought it at this price. Right. You know, um, that's the. I mean, that comes back to the whole like taking it back a step. When you when you are paying off a mortgage, do you really own your house? It's like it's a it's sort of a, a questionable nether territory you know it's like it's right. like oh yeah of course i own my house but it's not paid off i have to keep paying the bank for 20 years right right you know i don't know i'm into casting the money lenders from the temple <laughs> what is what does that mean 
That's what that's what Jesus did. I mean, that sounds fine, but what does that mean? It means you uh, you cast the money lenders from the temple. Like you hear all these money lenders in the temple, they're running the show, and the guy comes in, he's like, boom, knocks the doors off. He's like, I have a beard. Get out of the temple, and they're all like, what? What can we? But this is our place. And he's like, cast. <laughs> they're out. <laughs> Does that, he like cast a spell to get them out or he cast them themselves he cast them like they are the lure on a fishing line okay. you've been casted so could you just go outside the temple and like get a mortgage then or I don't know <laughs> I, I, it's, the bible's not clear on that point it's, uh, I think Islam is much more clear in the next iteration of monotheistic uh, religions they got much more clear and money lending is like a, a sin is it? Yeah. For, oh, I'd like for to know more about that. Yeah, it is in in the Quran. Okay. You're not supposed to be a money lender. Oh, you can't be a money lender, but yeah. you can lend. You could borrow money. I don't know about that. It's you're not supposed to be a money lender at interest. This is what I've. Heard. Oh, at interest. Yeah, I mean, you could. I could loan you ten bucks, and you and be like, pay me back ten bucks when you have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I couldn't be like, you know, pay. You can't make a living as a money lender or whatever mm. in in Islam. At least that's my understanding, and I may be totally wrong. You can email us with hate mail at irregularsearchfortruth at gmail.com. This time it's Scott. <laughs> hate mail for everyone. Uh, you were present during the conversation. You're guilty. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, I feel, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just, like, not very, it's like, I know these people want to stick it to the banks, and, like, the banks, like, gave them a raw deal or whatever, but it's, no, it's like. No, I think they're bad, too. I think, I think they're, I mean, I, uh, I guess, you know, I, I, uh, maybe my reaction surprised you, because you would think I would be much more up in arms about those people, but, yeah, you know, I, I think that's bad also, um. And yeah, I think I think if you do have an agreement to pay with pay somebody, then you should pay them. And you know, if it's but but I guess the question comes into being of is the house is giving up the house paying them? You know, right? Because then the bank owns the house. It's like you've got that. We all agreed back in two thousand and four that it was worth four hundred thousand dollars. Right. Even though now you can only sell it for a hundred right. or whatever. You right. Know? Right. Right. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, I mean, in a sense, it's. T I mean, of course, it's totally legal because people are doing it. Right. It's just, uh, it's just kind of like alarming, especially. I guess they were saying it's surprising that people who can afford to do so just stop. They're like, yeah. I don't want to pay this house anymore. Well, it's but like, that's. I mean, but you're you're the guy who's usually on the sort of rational decision making track, and I would say that that's that's definitely sort of a rational decision. It's like, oh, we owe a further two hundred thousand dollars or something on this house. And it's not worth the further two hundred thousand dollars. It's right, worth right. half of that. Right. We've blown two hundred, so that means we're going to be in four times what it's worth. No, let's be in two times what it's worth and get out with nothing. I guess that's what they're deciding. I guess. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Maybe maybe what it is is like I think what I feel is like yeah maybe it's it's the rational thing to do because it's like if you're looking out for number one, mm -hmm. which is obviously what everybody does at the core. You know, maybe they they like. Okay, what else? What what are other people like thinking also? But it's like also like what am I thinking? What what's good for me here? And it's like uh, what's good for me is I don't want to pay all this money to go to a house that's two hundred thousand dollars underwater. So I'm just gonna walk away. And yeah, they take the house, no big deal. Okay, fine, I can I can move on from that. But there's no like, is there shame in that? Like, is there some? Oh like, sure, I think there's shame shame enough to go all around. There's I mean yeah, 
Is there like this, well, I made an agreement, I made a commitment to pay this money, and now I'm not doing it. Like, should you feel guilty about it, or should you just be like, eh, I mean, that's the contract, that's the way they wrote it, screw it. I think it depends more on on what the agreement was and the details of that agreement. Right. You know, I think uh, I think if if you like, for example, say this is not about a bank and a house. Say it's a contract between two individuals. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And and more on just like a, a loan situation. Right. You know, uh, I loan you this money to buy whatever. Um, then and and then you halfway through. Through getting through it, you'd be like, "Here's just the whatever that I bought." Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, wait a second. Yeah, so I guess, I guess you're right. It is, it is a bit shadier. I think I mean, it is. I think it's poor. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And some of the people in the article were saying like, "This is just me sticking it back to the mortgage company," you know. And it's like, I'm yeah, but you weren't screwed because you can still afford it. Right. Yeah, I mean, the guys, the guys who can't afford it, that's rough, you know. And that's and it's like foreclosure is a punishment. And these guys are saying I'd rather have the punishment than right because I can take the punishment. Yeah, you know that's like that's like uh, yeah, I'll go spend two nights in jail. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do that. That's way better than uh, being homeless. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If I I was homeless, the first thing I do is slap a police officer. So maybe maybe they uh, (laughs) that's a good point. Maybe they should just make yeah. Maybe they should make that punishment. You know, more all around. Yeah, and I think I think but part of it tough. is that you can't like I guess like part of the mortgage law. I'm not super clear on this. I didn't research this part before I came to the podcast. Mm. Slightly unprepared. I apologize. But I think that like you cannot take more than the house. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like the for the uh, the collateral has to be the house and nothing uh, more. Not like the car. Or right. Whatever. So if I'm worth a million dollars and my house is worth two hundred thousand dollars and I walk away from a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, you can't take my two hundred thousand dollars. You just take the house. Interesting. So, See, I would think. I would think that you're. Hmm. I guess it depends on is you know is the. Is the value of that house fixed at the time of the purchase, or do they float that? You know, and that. Well, that's the thing, because that's all it is. That's why these people are walking away, because yeah. it was worth four hundred, now it's worth two hundred. Right, right. You know? But I mean, but in the agreement, if it says, you know, if the house drops, you still owe us the difference. Oh, maybe. You know, maybe. like I guess it. I guess it depends more if if the idea is more of just a money loaning. Well, it, it, it's. A, I mean, if the difference is like you go from four hundred to two hundred, and the the mortgage is two hundred, then you go to zero, I guess, right? I mean, you still—it's not the mortgage is not based on the price of the house. It's based on how much you needed to borrow to get the house. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the thing ends up being that you end up more—you end up owing way more than the the house is worth. Yeah. So, if you bought a house for four hundred thousand dollars, that means let's say you put a quarter of it down, so you owe you you let you borrowed three hundred. Yeah. And now your house is worth two hundred. You owe three hundred thousand dollars on a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah. I wonder how how the banks actually come out on this. Like like say you buy this house for four hundred thousand dollars and the value goes down to one hundred thousand. Right. And uh, they've paid off they paid off a hundred thousand at the beginning and then they paid off another hundred thousand uh, at the you know in the interim period. It's like they've already paid you the current value of the house, so you sort of end up with two hundred thousand in in your pocket if you're the bank. And you're one hundred thousand in the hole. Right. Yeah. So that's not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to work that out verbally. (laughs) And I guess all the problem is like, I mean, we're just sort of like, 
eking our way out of this whole like mortgage crisis meltdown situation yeah and people start doing this it's like well that's really not going to help you know what yeah. I mean? it's like you need to keep paying your mortgage or i mean maybe you don't i don't know i don't i mean i don't know i'm i'm to be honest like and and i guess from previous conversations i could see why you would think i would be up in arms and stuff about this because i but i just sort of think the whole system's kind of rotten you know i think it's i think there's something uh people have People have just way over speculated the value of tons of things. Well, what do you think should be done? What should be done? That's a good question. Because you uh, got like both sides are wrong. It takes two to tangle, and they both tangled it up. Tango. Oh, tangle, tangle. <laughs> I can tangle myself all by myself. But tangles are bad. <laughs> tangles not bad. Yes, that's true. So what should be done? I don't know. I I guess the question is: Are they harming anyone outside of their agreement? You know, well, I mean, because you have you have these two parties involved in this agreement, is is a third party getting harmed? But why should that matter? You're hurting the other person in the agreement. Yeah, but they, I mean, they signed on to it. Okay, fair enough. You know, it's but, like, yeah, they both they both come out losers. Yeah, right? and you're right. Well, look, okay, well, maybe maybe ask let me ask another question. Um, why do you think in the Bible they they uh, cast out the the money lenders? Yeah, I don't know. I think probably. For similar reasons, they were they were getting rich is it, off is of, the nature of, off of lending the money? poor man or something like that. I is, don't it, know. is it the is the nature of lending money or is it like I mean a loan shark? Is loan sharks are considered bad guys, right? But I don't even know what that is. That like just you somebody's so desperate for money and they take any they those take right. Any, it's like it's like I loan you a thousand bucks with twenty percent interest in a month. Or something right, like and then that. I'm just not smart enough to work that out. Right. Yeah, and you. You need the thousand bucks now, and you'll do anything to get yeah. it. Yeah, and so then if you don't pay me twelve hundred, you know, a month from now, I will like beat you up or something. Right. And you still owe me the twelve hundred. Right. You know? and so, uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, is 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 money lending ethically wrong from the outset? Hmm. Good question. Well, I mean, would you just get rid of credit? Oh, I think credit's a bad idea. I think. Well, I mean, I think. I think the. But how how bad do you think it is? Uh, we're. I mean, are you saying that we should have no credit? I don't know. That's. I mean. Uh, you you don't when you get a credit credit card you don't put up any collateral, you know. Like when from the time you turned eighteen and went to college, people were offering you credit cards every like on on the plaza walk at and I, school and i got the very first you one get them mailed to you i got you the know? free t-shirt it was it's awesome like, you 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 have nothing to to offer them they're just they're saying you know we're basically trusting in the fact that that in the future you'll be able to pay off these bills and we kind of hope that you rack up huge bills you know uh and then you know when you get a job when you get out of college you'll be able to, you'll owe us eight times as much or, or whatever you they're know. hoping that I, mean, I don't know if they're hoping that but i mean i think maybe their what's, books the, what's the logic of giving credit cards to college kids who have no you know you don't know anything about them every college kid qualifies yeah but i think like i mean they, they haven't it's a numbers game right so they right. know that 99 percent of the people will pay and the one percent of the people that don't that's fine because it covers the rest mm -hmm. and, and they're they making get, the money everything gets repossessed and yeah. well i mean that Forget like forget repossess. It's just like a write off. Like that that one kid, and they're not giving him like ten thousand dollar you know lines of credit. They're right, giving him right. like five thousand dollars. 
It's like they can write off the five thousand dollars. You get two of those kids, and it's a ten thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but still, like out of a hundred kids, All right. like how many kids do you think are doing that? Like five. I don't know. I I saw. I mean, when I was recruiting for the Peace Corps, I uh, people had to show any debts they had, and I was talking to a lot of college kids, and a lot of college kids had thousands of dollars of credit card debt, and I was like, that is just that's really impressive to me. And I have always, I was you know taught from the beginning, uh, and I've always sort of grown up with the idea of like being in debt is bad. Right. You know, right. Consequently, I don't have anything, <laughs> but I'm not in debt, you know, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, there, there are plenty of people who uh, graduated from college at the same time as me and they had a lot more flashy stuff, but they did have thousands of dollars of credit card. Did debt. you know anybody personally who had thousands of dollars of credit debt, like in college or is this you're speaking from your interview? This is from, I mean, I, I never asked, you know, folks what, right. what yeah. sort of debt they had, you know, but, but because that information was, you know, had to be presented to me, I, right, right, I, right. I was sort of shocked by it, but, um, because I mean, it's like without credit, without debt, a lot of things just aren't possible. Right. Do you mean, you mean the sort of accumulation of capital to create greater projects? Right. Or, like it's just, the, just the idea of investment. Well, but see, here's the thing. Does investment in terms of like investment in a new idea, or, or something like that, does that depend on credit? Doesn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, know, it's like, like you're taking a risk, right? Let's say I open a, a small business. Yeah. And I have no profits as of yet. In fact, I'll probably be taking a loss for the first year. Mm-hmm. I'm asked, I'm gonna go to the bank and say, hey, can you give me a small business loan? And I'm gonna like, I have a, I'm gonna, a gamble here. I'm gonna try and get, I'm gonna try and start this business. And you know, in, in return, I'm gonna put up my house. Right, but there's collateral, which yeah. you don't have in a credit card situation. But, I mean, mortgages are just debt also, right? I mean, okay, fine. Let's say I put up collateral. What's the difference, right? I mean, like, at some point, that collateral may or not may or may not devaluate, and then yeah. the whole thing is off. Right? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's I guess that's the problem with, with dealing in, you know, with collateral and things that, that the price fluctuates on so much. Right. You know, um, down in, like, down in Paraguay, like, for a small loan, collateral's like an ox. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, okay... Uh, the value of that ox is probably not going to change too much. I mean, it, it might die. That's sort of your your risk, you know. But if it dies, then the guy's still probably liable for his other ox or something like that, you know. Um, you're liable for an ox. Yeah. Or you're liable for a sum of money, which I guess I mean, you know, when you talk about things like inflation and stuff, it, uh, you are talking about varying values. So I don't know. Is is credit bad from the outside? I think that. Credit has definitely been misused. And it sounds um, like um, it will continue. It sounds like it's just human nature. I mean, if it's in the Bible and the Quran, I mean, <laughs> it's, like I feel like those two books and like all books in general, like of that nature, sort of incorporate all the things that people have noticed that people do that are bad hmm. throughout history. And they put them in this book and they said, hey, you shouldn't do these stuff, you know, hmm. these things. You know, it's like you shouldn't steal. People do that. Don't do that. Shouldn't kill. Don't do that. You know, but that's just like it's like kind of human nature almost to like sort of tend towards that or to fall into that. Well, I would say there's a part of human nature that's uh, that's you know striking out to for your own personal advantage. Right. And that's where something like you know money lending or, or whatever comes into play because it's like because yeah, in in the sense of the credit card company, oh well, that hundredth kid will be covered by what these other kids 
you know, oh, right. But what's what's the real work and and merit being done? All I'm doing is providing money to begin with. This sort of getting onto a, a one thing that I was thinking about uh, earlier, t- thinking about international development. Some theories are, uh, you know, sort of free market uh, development theories, stuff that like the Inter- International Monetary Fund um, did in terms of structural readjustment uh, back in in the 90s and and I guess early 2000s. Um, uh, what I've sort of come to think is that uh, just on a basic supply and demand level, the needs of uh, the many of the many in in Outlet. small third world countries or in in uh, the needs of, of poor people will never be met by this situation because they don't have anything to trade, mm. you know, for uh, for the the goods that that you know they really need um there was an example in one book on development i read where it was contrasting uh the delivery at midnight of like a million or 10 million copies of of the harry potter for you know number five or something like that it's like at midnight in you know across 15 countries or something harry potter was delivered in different languages and it showed up, all the stores opened their doors for Harry Potter at midnight, all the kids, you know, got their Harry Potter, whatever. And it's like, why can't these people get clean water? Right. It's because they don't have anything to trade for it. Right. Of value to to the people that can provide them with that, you know? And uh, and go back, I mean, maybe is the answer to give every poor person a credit card, you know? I, I, you know, like I don't know. I, mean, I don't know where no, you're going with this. Well, that's. I mean, but it's saying it's that's the same thing when you give that college kid credit card. You know, it's like you don't really have anything, college kid. You have you are, you probably don't have the money to pay off. You know your your what you spend in your first month's bill, but you can pay off the minimum balance. Can I make an, a ridiculous analogy and let you see if it works? Sure. Is credit card or is credit in general kind of like alcohol? It sounds pretty good. Let's hear it. <laughs> in small quantities, pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like useful, convenient, makes things better kind of. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this party's pretty cool, but if I had two beers of me, it'd be really cool, you know? <laughs> or like, hey, this trip would be pretty cool, but I, I have all this money that I carry around my pocket, and it's like kind of dangerous. If I had a credit card, it'd be much easier. And then when I get home, I'll just pay it off. You know what I mean? Or it's like... Let's just say I go to the store and I'm out of money. You and I go to the store together. We wanted to go go pick up something, you know. And I'm like, hey Scott, you know what? Left my left my wallet at home. I don't know why. I'll pay you back right when I get home. That's credit. Right. That's okay. all it is. It's like I'm good for it. You evaluate it right there on the spot and say, you know what, man? You're unemployed. And last time you like said you'd pay me money, you haven't paid me back. So no. Or it's like, yeah, you're really good for it. You pay me back last time. Here's twenty bucks. And then I just take twenty bucks, buy my thing, give it back. That's that's credit. Mm-hmm. But you give somebody too much credit, give them too much alcohol, then they start going to it too much. They get addicted. Mm. They get addicted to having and not really worrying, worrying about where it's coming from right. or what they're gonna have to, what the price they're gonna pay the next morning. Did you do you remember the uh, the TV show Step by Step, which was like uh, the Brady Bunch for the early '90s? Right, right, right. And uh, there was one episode where JT got a credit card. Uh oh. And he got like a big TV and he got like all this stuff. 
And then I think his name was JP. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, he had like a little mullet kind of. He situation. was. He was kind of a. He was kind of like a, a redneck kind of kid. Uh, uh, but he then all the, at the end of the episode, all the stuff was repossessed. Yeah. Like oh burn that's you, the hangover man. You should have died before your credit ran out, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's like you need a little bit. And if anything, maybe we should talk about like what do you? Okay, you know what a debit card is? Yeah. Maybe how do you feel about debit cards? That's fine, right? Because it's like sort of supported like by I've, money. I've given, I've put my money into the account, right? And now I just don't need to carry the cash around. Right. That's fine, right? Because I mean, in a sense, it's like that's how. I'd say 90% of the people, maybe not these days, but... See, I think that's the problem. I, I think I think we might assume that because we pay off our credit card Fine. bills. Let's go with 99% of people I know right. <laughs> use a credit card in this manner, in the sense that I don't, I pay my month, I pay it off every month, and in that sense, I don't pay interest, I just pay exactly how much I owe, mm-hmm. and I use it as a bill consolidator. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I go around town, and I like, here's my card, here's my card, here's my card, and at the end of the month, I get a statement that says... This is where you spent all your money. This is how much you owe. And I say, great, here you go. Right. So it's, but for you, it's working in, in the exact same sense as a debit card. Well, yeah, but in a sense, that's also credit. Like I'm using my personal credit, and the, the credit card company is saying, yeah, you have credit. I'm gonna right. get, and that's what the sense. That's in that sense, that's what credit is, right? When you don't pay your interest or when you don't pay your balance, they become a loan company, mm-hmm. and now they've loaned you based on your credit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it is a slightly different thing, right? And like and so in the sense, I'm just kind of like sipping from a beer over the entire month, you know. It's like I and like that's a that's a big beer, I guess. <laughs> well, or or I'm sipping very slowly, but you know, and it's like I'm trusting my body to be able to sort of like absorb this alcohol, absorb this debt, mm-hmm. and at the end of the month, like throw it out of my body, cast it out of my body mm. in the form of you know whatever beer poo. Well, I was gonna go no, but uh, but if in the if in the course of the month I take on too much alcohol, I take on too much debt, and I start spending way more than I have, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a huge hangover. Right. And thus concludes my analogy. Okay, interesting analogy. I I think the uh, I think the the point is the 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 yeah okay in in small doses it might be okay yeah but in big doses it's bad yeah okay yeah. I'll buy that for now until I think about it too much. So then it's up to it's kind of like you could almost say the alcohol companies and the and the cigarette companies are the pushers, right? It's like in small comp in small doses, you can't really blame Budweiser or you know like Heineken for selling beer. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Use responsibly. It's okay. Philip Morris, you know, maybe you have a cigarette once a month. It's okay. But when they market it to become more addictive, right? Yeah, uh, right, right. So when they start throwing out beers and cigarettes and credit cards yeah. to college kids. Giving them samplers or like having the, the ads. You don't have to pay this off for six months. Right. right. <laughs> you know what? I, I got a, I got a ch- uh, check the other day. Or I get checks like every – or these blank checks from the credit card companies. Do you get these? No. Do you have a credit card? I do, but it's through my bank. It's okay. Well, I, it's this one's through my bank also. Okay. Wells Fargo, every month or so, they send oh, see, me – I stopped getting paper from them. No, they send me paper anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they send me these things. It's like, use these checks to pay your taxes, and we'll give you a great interest rate. It's like 2.9%. You know, and it's like, use these checks for your convenience, or just write them to yourselves for some extra check. You know, you can literally write yourself a check and you just go and cash. Yeah, and just get, get some cash. And it's like, now it's on your credit card. Yeah. It's like, and it's only at 2.9% for six months. 
But you guys are still doing this? Yeah, it's kind of dirty. I can't believe you're still doing this. Dirty. And to me. Like, <laughs> like do it to somebody who doesn't well, but, know what they're talking about. No, but about, that's you know? the thing. They do do it to those people, and then you get the same, you get these right, mounting right. debts, and you get into a bad situation. Like, I'm kind of insulted that they do it to me, because I feel like I'm smart enough to, like, not use these stupid texts. Well, but, yeah, I mean, I mean it's like, that's right. That's where you get into the sort of things like, you know, do you trust your bank? Do you find your bank to be like honest business people and or or your investment firm or, right. or whatever? Right. And I think that the trust went way too far. You know, in cases like the Bernie Madoff situation right, or whatever, right. they're like, "Wow, you can get a forty percent return or whatever on your investment." It's like, whatever gives you a forty percent right. return? That is absolutely impossible. Then this comes back to that that point about. Uh, uh, supply and demand in the third world and, and the issue there, it's all based on ownership, prior ownership. You have to have a, a piece of the pie to begin with to get anywhere in this system. Yeah. You know, you have to have something of value to trade. Could be a hundred thousand dollars or it could be, you know, uh shares in a in a company. But I mean that's kinda I mean everything is Everything is something to trade. Like your work is something to trade. Right. You know, whether you own something or whether you can work something, your skill is something to trade. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean. But here's but what what uh, I think the the loss is is when you have something like a, a stock and dividends, especially sort of inherited, uh, you know, um, legacies and and that sort of thing. There's no work going on. You know. There's that all there is is this concept of ownership. No, but I mean it's like. They, I mean, okay. So, are you just saying that stuff shouldn't pass down generations? Like, if you die, I don't know. Your kids I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't. You know, this is this is. These are all uh, real sort of proto thoughts that I'm, I'm just sort of throwing out there. I haven't. Uh, I haven't written the manifesto yet. <laughs> but uh, but it seems like you know something like uh, like the estate like, tax. That's what that is. Right? Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Do you think that? Like, for example, John Wayne, you know, John Wayne, mm -hmm. the, the Western star, I guess, like, he died, mm -hmm. and then his whole estate went to his kids. Right. And now, it's like, well, the estate of John Wayne, I guess there's, like, some ranch or something like that that John Wayne had, and it was, like, you know, people could go visit or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, when he died, everything went to his kids, so they just assumed this huge income. Yeah. You know, like, all of his like, stuff, you know? And it's like, now there's an estate tax on that, 50%, let's just say. Yeah. Well, the... They don't have that much cash sitting around. All they have is this ranch. And the ranch is, is worth 100% of that thing, but they need to cut off 50 of it so they can give it to the government. But you can't give 50% of a ranch. You have to give the whole thing. Right, right. Right. So, I mean, it's like now you need to basically, I mean, it's like, well, it seems that if I work and I have a ranch, I should be able to give it to my kids so they can live there. Right. But now they can't live there because they owe money on something that they've always lived on. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I mean, if you lived with your kids and now you die your kids now own this house but they can't live there mm -hmm. that doesn't seem fair right i mean i'm not i mean i understand why it would be fair because it's like well yeah it's almost a redistribution 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 of wealth you know right. it's like hey yeah. you got to make your own living yeah get on get on your feet right but at the same time it's like so i can't pass anything on to my kids like screw it, I'm just gonna spend it all <laughs> well that's that was the sort of carnegie thing you know wasn't he he the 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 baron of of whatever i don't even remember what uh Carnegie. oil or something like that yeah but you know a, a zillionaire back in the 1800s and but he died a pauper or whatever got got rid of everything 
uh, towards the end, set up foundations and right. Carnegie Mellon University. I mean, I'm sure um, he lived a fine life until, up until the day he died. I don't know. Uh, he was probably a real ass to people. But, uh, a fine life for, for him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're that rich, then you're probably not like you know being the nicest person to everybody you meet. Oh, you know, you've got to be sort of true. like you got to kind of like grab things by the throat, sort of do it a little bit. We're uh. We're getting up over 40 minutes here. Should we uh, should we leave this one with a, a sort of to-be-continued kind of question mark? Or... Sure, sure. All right. This has been the Irregular Search for Truth. It's been an interesting one. Lots of ideas thrown around. <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Sachin. Thank you.